This is the audio-only version of a video recap brought to you by the UR Team Number Podcast. For more information, go to yattencast.wordpress.com. Welcome to the fourth Amazing Race 26 recap episode of the UR Team Number Podcast. My name is Michael Harmstone, and joining me is the guy whose third favourite passion in life is podcasting, Logan Saunders. Afternoon. Bit of a survivor reference there for you. And the one Australian louder than both Jared and Tyson, Ben Powell. Howdy. And a reference to the Cat and Jesse podcast there. Uh, as with all our shows, we're live for the next hour and a bit, so please get in contact with us with any comments you have on this episode. If you're watching on Google+, you can use the Q&A. If you're watching on YouTube, you can post comments underneath the video. And, of course, you can tweet us using the hashtag WayATNCast, which is visible when Ben and I are on the screen. So Also, follow me, follow me on Twitter. I'm yes. so close to the followers. We, di- we did mention it last week. You've decided for some reason to change your Twitter handle. Oh, right. I never got that. Yeah. Never mind. Wait, did I get that? Yes, I, I did send you the overlay, Ben. Oh, uh, fine. It's at one y anyway. It's too early to worry about that. Anyway, episode. Yeah. <laughs> what do we think of this episode? I loved it. Yeah, it was the strongest one of the season, I would say. One of the Amazing Race 2 flashbacks. Yeah. It's going to be a good thing. Exactly. And we had a lot of ridiculous tasks as well, which is nice. I like a ridiculous task. You mean ripping apart mo- ripping apart motors to find discarded pieces inside isn't average in your life? I'm more thinking about the random visit to a cat cafe. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it is honestly... It's a sign. It's honestly Fine. like they flicked open a, uh, a Lonely Planet guide and went, hmm, a cat cafe, that sounds interesting. Why don't we do that? Or it could be a sign for, the, for what, they're going, what they're going for in season 32. <laughs> Which is, dare I ask? Uh, the return of the three amigos, obviously. Well, yeah. Where Eddie wins and finally, and finally achieves his dream of opening a dog bar. <laughs> a dog bar? <laughs> went a bit Bethany Hamilton there. His dream of opening a dog bar. She's inspirational. I do it better. Back off. <laughs> I do it better. That's my. That's my. That's my turf. Back off, young man. <laughs> Don't boss me around, lady. <laughs> back, back off, young man. Of course, a reference to the Guido caster. So, previously nine teams travelled from Nagano in Japan to Phuket in Thailand. Holly and Jonathan fell behind. Ali and Steve crashed on the wave machines. Blair and Haley clashed with each other. The men got in touch with their feminine sides and then danced for their clues. Mike and Rachel won the leg, and Holly and Jonathan were saved by a non-elimination. Yay. Also, Matt and Ashley proposed. Yep, also Matt and Ashley proposed, but that was not mentioned in the entire intro, which is hilarious. Yes, it was, wasn't it? No, no. they didn't mention it in the previously on segment at all. <laughs> I even wrote it down right when that happened. I'm thinking, huh, they must not make it to the end if Probably the biggest event for them isn't even mentioned in the previously on segment. Even better, the first reference to it in the episode was the fact that their title actually changed in the uh, credits. Ah! Which is a a side thing that I went, oh, need to find that out, because that's actually quite interesting. Because it's the first time that a team name or something like that has changed. Usually the only thing they change is the the, images of them doing tasks that occasionally appear. Well, they've never really had a chance to do that before, have they? No, but I mean, they 
this is, as far as I know, the first time it's ever happened in Amazing Race history where they've actually changed something properly in the titles. Yes, but it's also the first time in Amazing Race history where they've actually like shown the relationship in the titles, isn't it? True. I like how the relationship accomplishment. Go, Logan. I like how the relationship titles are just all the exact same this season. Yeah, this is the first season where they choose to do that, where all the teams are pretty much the same except for Matt and Ashley. While in the past, you would have had a whole variety of different relationships between teams. Yeah, I mean, the only time that I think we've ever seen something additional in the titles was in Amazing Race Australia versus New Zealand with the what country they're from appearing as well. Which is really one off. Yeah. Um, so, teams must now fly to Bangkok and find what's Yanawa to find their next clue. Caution, speed bump ahead. And Blair really doesn't care anymore. He even admitted it. Because he's an arsehole. <laughs> I know I know we are going to get on some subjects of the entire internet vilifying both Haley and uh, and Jenny. Jenny. Hashtag sneaky Asian. But uh, yeah, Blair really didn't come across that well in this. For want of a better. <laughs> um hmm. so so we had Matt and Rochelle uh, Mike and Rochelle, sorry, leaving at three twenty six PM at three twenty six AM, sorry. Uh, Blair and Haley at 3.51, Jill Ali and Jenny at 3.52, Laura and Tyler at 3.54, Ali and Steve at 3.58, Matt and Ashley at 4.01, Bergen and Kurt at 4.02, Jeff and Bracky at 4.03, and then sort of halfway through the episode, Holly and Jonathan at 7.01am. It was like the reverse Jeopardy episode this week where instead of Kristen being all alone in the, in the victory uh, circle there while the others were miserably uh, losing at the bottom and nowhere to be seen. Harley and Jonathan are alone miserable at the bottom while everybody else is on top and are front runners. Yeah. I I don't think there was much tension in this episode of who was going to be going home. But at least they made up for it with completely ridiculous tasks. Mm. Uh, So Jaylani and uh, Jeff also clashed over the taxi when they got to Bangkok, which... Put them both uh, in lovely situations. But it was Laura and Tyler who were the first to the clue box. Which is our first three-part detour. It's water or wheel. Interesting choice. Mm. I I like the throwback to confusion now and confusion later. Yeah. So in both detours, teams must choose a mode of transport, either... Long tail boat or tuk tuk and complete two different tasks on their way to the next clue. So in water teams must find uh, must first travel to a market and eat a hundred year old egg each, and then they must travel to a temple and make an offering to receive their next clue, whilst avoiding being pepper sprayed. Uh, and in wheel teams must first travel to a snooker club and put a single red ball between them. Then they must travel to a cat cafe and feed the cats to receive their next clue. So, which one would you have chosen? Wheel, uh, water. Yeah. I think water is probably the better choice. Not even considering the, like, not even considering the, uh, the stops along the way. It's just like, you know, you get to, you'll probably get to travel in a tuk-tuk for the rest of the, for the rest of the leg in, in Bangkok. What, you'll, you're like, probably not going to, never going to, you're probably never going to get to travel on water taxi. Yeah. 
It's, um, I would agree with that as well. Yeah, I think the water taxi was much cooler. But also then you have to do the gross feeding. Yeah, then you have to do the gross eating task as well. Dead meat, dead meat markets, three-year-old egg would probably be my Achilles heel on the amazing race. As just a, speaking as a vegetarian, that would just be the absolute worst case to be in because I find the smell of meat to be disgusting, and I don't really like to eat a hundred-year-old eggs uh, every day either. Logan has obviously never never been around bacon. Uh, and I the, stay three degrees or more away from bacon. Yeah, bacon is the only thing that can break vegetarianism. Fact. And in their speedboat, when they eventually get there, Holly and Jonathan have to make a grasshopper origami out of water reeds to receive their next clue. Yeah, it's speedboat with a skull. Yeah. Uh, in, I know we talk about this every single leg that has a speed bump in, but actually not the worst speed bump they've ever had. Logan is coming up to that one, or a contender for that one, in his blog. In the next leg. <laughs> yes, I would say the Grasshopper one may even be a contender for one of the best speed bumps we've ever had. Yeah, I mean, Canada had some good speed bumps. Australia had a speed bump. Yeah, Australia didn't have a good speed bump at all. <laughs> and in a terrible place on a terrible leg as well, so, you know... Well done, Australia. Kudos to you. <laughs> As I know... Is but by US standard, this was a good speed bump. Yeah, this was, I'd say, in the top third, at least, of speed bumps. I've never done an official ranking of speed bumps, but it's up there. In their 15th season of having speed bumps, it's not the worst one they've ever done. So, gold sticky style to the producers there. <laughs> Kill. Yeah. So, as we mentioned, uh, if teams want to do water, there's only five boats available. And Blair ha- and Haley found out the hard way. Yep. And Haley fa- uh, also said that when she gets angry, she actually performs better. So I'll take a word for it. So it's good thing she got Blair as a partner then. <laughs> yeah, because he makes her very angry, and you won't like her when she's angry. Haley Smash. <laughs> I would like. I to like how it. the word teamwork is out of their vocabulary because it's because Blair's like I'm gonna come up with this new strategy where only Haley makes decisions, <laughs> and then Haley makes a decision and says, "No, Blair, you decide." It's like the idea of those two working together just completely is lost on them altogether. That's what's ridiculous to me. Apparently, they don't, they can't do communicative uh, input on decisions. I know that this is blatantly obvious to guys like us who study the sort of production and that sort of thing. But obviously, most of the blind dates are there to wind each other up. I'd say of the five blind dates, only one, which is Jeff and Bracky, were actually done with any thought for hmm, these two might get along. Jeff and Brecky are obviously going to be dating at the end of the season. I don't think there's any doubt on that. But uh, the other that guy... could just be a 12-round stand. <laughs> yeah, true. 
in the defense of the teamwork thing, it's like, well, the point the point of teamwork on the race is to like uh, cover each other's weaknesses. But I think the problem there was like neither of them had any idea what they're doing in a busy Asian metro. Yeah, I think they're they both have the same glaring weakness, which is communication. They are not very good at communicating with each other. Hmm. Without one of them going, no, you've done it wrong. You mean without Haley putting out a blade, it's something wrong. Yeah. Without one of them doing something wrong, and then without Haley pointing out that he's done something wrong. And then infuriating every woman over 40 on, 30 everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, obviously, if a guy if a guy did that, then uh, then he'd probably be described as strong-willed or smart or something like that, and a woman is, when she does that, is a bitch. Bossy. Yep. Good old Khalees reference. Might trick me once. Sorry, your references go over my head sometimes. It's a hip-hop reference. Khalees is a female hip-hop artist known for all of the milkshakes bringing Pretty the voice to the yard. Bossy was her other track. What about Trick Me? An acapella. Uh, I'm not as into Khalees as you are, Michael. <laughs> I'm not sure if you grasp this. I'm a, I'm a 20. I'm not sure if you grasp this, but I'm a 21 year old white boy living in hippie country. I don't listen to much America. I'm a, also a millennial, so I don't listen to much stuff, other yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I'm a 21 year old white guy living in the UK, and I still know Khalees. <laughs> and how her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I also, I, I also listen to good music, so. How dare you cast aspersions on Khalees? She's on her side. Khalees and her other hits. Um, hmm. Tr- Never mind. Tr- trick me, acapella. Um, yeah. Other than that. Khalees has taken away Harley and Jonathan's valuable airtime on this podcast. How dare you, Michael? To be fair, I think Harley and Jonathan have taken Harley and Jonathan's valuable airtime away from this podcast. Given how... They only have themselves to blame. Yeah, given how, you know, non-entities they were. I liked them. Back off. (laughs) Back off, young man. One item of massive note for this detail, another record I think in the US season was set our first cameraman sighting when Jeff and Bracky were on the way to the uh, cat cafe you can see the the hooked up quite visibly with the um, sound guy and the um, cameraman on it but you can actually see the cameraman what the hell I only noticed the guy's (laughs) moustache yeah (laughs) he really he really does have weird facial hair, but yeah, you can see the cameraman at the back of the um, the tuk-tuk, because they immediately then switch to an image of uh, them looking up at Bracky. Yeah, you can see, you can see the you can see the cameraman in a lot of the tuk-tuk rides. Yeah, as, as far as as far as I know, that has never been as blatant. It's one of the most blatant cameraman sightings we've seen in the US version, at least. Well, they couldn't probably couldn't avoid it, so. Mm, not sure, actually. They could have picked a different spot. Well, okay. Um, so Laura and Tyler completed the detour. They chose water 
first. Uh, then Matt and Ashley, Bergen and Kurt, Ali and Steve, and Michael and Michelle. And then the teams doing wheel, Blair and Haley in sixth, Jeff and Bracky in seventh. Uh, Jenny was scared of cats as well. Uh, Jelani and Jenny in eighth. And then about 15 hours later, Jonathan and Harley. Cats. <laughs> was it a bit mean to have a, a cat cafe task when Jonathan is allergic to cats? A little bit. Also when Jenny's Jenny, Jenny, Jenny afraid of cats. Yeah, but afraid and allergic are two very different things. Afraid makes funny TV. Allergic just gives us images of Jonathan sneezing. Didn't really make a funny TV. Either way, like... Either way, it's still not the weirdest like fear I've heard on reality television. No. There was, was... this one girl... In, there was this one girl in America's Top Model who was afraid of... Um, People or animals that are dressed up as other things. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> she would hate that Simpsons episode where the guy looks like a, <laughs> looks like a kettle. <laughs> or a jack o lantern <laughs> Does that mean that she hates going to theme parks and stuff? Where you have, like, giant mascot characters? Uh... Think so. It's been a while since I saw the episode, but she. But basically, um, they the people the people who are like um, you know judges and people who are like photographers and stuff who are supposed to be like you know coaching her through this hard time really didn't care. So they just sort of like um, pretend as your mother. <laughs> just really weird advice. Yeah, just that just sounds weird, Ben. Mm. You might you might have good music taste, but you you have crap taste in TV sometimes. No, I wa- no, I don't have taste. I watch it all. Yeah, exactly. And you've still not started watching Dutch Mall yet. Well, the- I don't speak Dutch. Yeah, they've English subtitles. If I can get through it, you can. And also, I don't awesome. read. read. Reading's for nerds. The Australian way, kids. <laughs> Welcome to Australia. We're reading. We learn from. I learned it from you. <laughs> what reading? Is reading not taught in Australia anymore? So, snooker. Yeah, snooker. I would be terrible at a snooker task. Not gonna lie. I wouldn't. I, I'm awesome at pool. I am terrible. at All pool. I could think of was uh, the increasingly poor decisions of Todd and Margaret with the snooker tasks. I want to hear the American pronunciation just absolutely butcher the word and see uh, David Cross get beat up once again by a British pool player. He just blew himself. Daddy Indeed. needs to get his, yeah, Daddy needs to get his rocks off. <sighs> Andy and Jenna from Amazonary 17 would have done well at the snooker task. I'm just going to put that out there. The one task in Amazing Race history that Andy and Jenna would have survived a racing. <laughs> yes. You you slightly bagged on Andy and Jenna. <laughs> to be fair, they to be fair, they got they got through a um they got through the roadblock where the only instruction was not to hit yourself in the face with a watermelon. Very true, but at least the recipient of the watermelon to the face doesn't think that. You and I are female, Ben. <laughs> you didn't really think we were going to get through the podcast without me mentioning that, did you, Logan? <laughs> no, I figured the reference would be dropped sooner or later. 
Yeah, I thought it was too obvious to do it in the intro, and, you know, the Survivor reference is more fun. Speaking of females, what about Haley at the Saturday Cafe? Yeah. You would think that's pretty much every Saturday at her house is probably a bunch of cats hanging around her. To be fair... I can just picture it right now. To be fair, Haley was called Saturday Cataday. How long do you think... How long do you think Haley's been single for, Lego? Um, forever? <laughs> like I said, back off, back off the Bethany impression. We we did agree in the um, in the previous <laughs> podcast that she was a bit of a mad cat lady, didn't we? <laughs> She's most likely yes, to have about. Yes, that definitely cats. came into play here. Uh, so, after teams complete their respective side of the detour, uh, they must travel by taxi to Patton Wan Siangong uh, for the roadblock. Yay! And the roadblock is... the, we, we must mention, though, that Matt and Ashley did twice as much as they need to do for the detour there. Where yeah. They ate uh, an additional egg that had zero relation to the task whatsoever. And they would have had to pay for that as well. They did have to pay for it. They were getting handed, they got like hand change back before they were eating the egg. Yeah, so that's even worse for them. They actually had to pay for it. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't throw up, because yeah. if you had to eat a century egg after an egg that you already thought was disgusting, Oof. and you have to eat an egg in a much worse environment, th- th- I would probably vomit within about two seconds of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm terrible with that sort of eating task anyway because I have a bit of a gag reflex. But, oh, just slightly temper the taste with some pepper spray. <laughs> That's later. <laughs> <laughs> Distract the pain with another pain. Classic, yeah. classic psychological <laughs> technique. <laughs> so, anything else to say about the detour before we start banging on the roadblock? <laughs> Was that a pun, Michael? Maybe a little. Uh, So, in the roadblock, one team member must take the transmission off an engine and find a screwdriver hidden inside. Oh, those careless mechanics, uh, which contain their next clue and potentially a date night card. If you're lucky. Did you get a a photo of that the careless mechanics so we can name and shame him? No. It'll just have to be a careless whisper on our wind. (laughs) <laughs> I feel so in, uh, so unsure as I cut you up. I wonder what's that nerf for. <laughs> what if that mechanic still has his job? I mean, that's very, very dangerous to be hiding a screwdriver inside of a, another yeah. uh, vehicle part. I know they said that it was a um, it was an apprentice mechanic, but he left nine screwdrivers in nine engines. That is pretty careless. I mean, Maybe all... an apprentice mechanic weighs about as much as a celebrity apprentice in uh, in uh, the celebrity apprentice uh, seasons. Maybe a um, maybe it was a polka player who left it in there. That's beyond white trash, darling. You're a polka player. I've met you people in could Vegas. Be, could be. They don't have any last names. It's blood money. <laughs> ben, have you never seen that celebrity apprentice scene? Because it is a modern TV classic, and I will have to source it for you after this. If not, does my face look like I've seen that? I have no idea what you're talking about. I am so disappointed. 
I've never been more disappointed than you uh, <laughs> of you before than this moment, Ben. And this includes when you accidentally send me the wrong file on Wednesday. <laughs> I sent you the right file. You just had the wrong tools. Mm, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> the video only had your side of the conversation. You didn't. Uh, so we well, have. You opened it wrong. With the, you opened it with the wrong format. So I didn't. I opened it as a .mov to check whether I was right before telling you. Mm, well, it works for me. So you're wrong. No, I'm not. I'm never wrong. Um, so we had Tyler, Bergen, Steve, Matt, Blair, Jeff, Jelani, Rochelle, and Jonathan do the roadblock. Bill was very awkward during the roadblock explanation. In what way? He, he had that. He was wearing a weird hat. And then when he was talking about this, when he opened up the screwdriver and explained the roadblock, he said, talk about a romantic roadblock. <laughs> it was like a freaking children's cartoon with the way he just turned to the camera. And, you know, just it was just seemed so rehearsed rather than his uh, usual explanations, which is uh, which are uh, smoother and uh, a lot less corny, that's for sure. Also, do you think... It's we... like he was elbowing the TV screen. Do you think that we had an on-air task this, like, because this is the first task this season that we didn't have an on-air or sort of location report from Phil? Uh, maybe he just didn't want to be around anybody else this round. Yeah, probably. Probably didn't have enough time, perhaps, to get to the... Yeah, I mean, it was a... It was a or he had a place yeah. after the pepper spray incident. Yeah, it was a fairly um, short round, wasn't it? But it's still good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was still. A, it was a good show around. I, I think of it in the same way that I think of the Amazing Race 17 round that Logan's just uh, finished blogging about. Yeah, it was a short round, but at least it was a good short round. Which one? Explain the sec- to the viewers. The second uh, Ghana round from Amazing Race 17, which ended with teams having to refurbish a school during the pit stop. Thank you. Calling yeah. people in is important. Ooh. Also, but, my my theory my theory for the uh, sudden for the sudden lame joke in the in the explanation is uh, Alan Wu is is uh, finishing payment with a vo- with a voodoo um with a voodoo priest right now. Voodoo priest. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ben. <laughs> Think about it before you say things. <laughs> it's obviously a voodoo priest. Ah, right. I'm disappointed. <laughs> you're uh, also po- you're also podcasting at night. I'm podcasting at seven a.m. Waking up in the morning, got to get, got to refresh, got to go downstairs. You're three days late. Got to have my ball. Got to have cereal. Two days. Time Next. is ticking on and on. Everybody's rushing. Duh. Can we talk about Curtin Virgin? Yeah. Yes, we can. Kurt is excelling expectations. Uh, Burgeon didn't think he would do too well, but uh, so far Kurt has kept up with the old Burge. Yeah, I mean, it's no secret that I think Bergen is one of our favourite racers this season purely because of how much he keeps talking to us on Twitter. But he's... Yeah, Kurt is keeping up, and they are doing a lot better than we expected them to. Because if you think two weeks ago, we did expect them to be the next team out. And then Harley and Jonathan, you know, screwed. 
Well, they're okay. Well, they're they're just a uh, case of like the producers of blatantly not actually pairing people up for book dates on blind dates. Yeah, like, it's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious they didn't look. Hmm. We have this psychological profile for for this Bergen. What's his face? We need awesome. a we need a scale through them all to find the perfect match. Dun da da da. I mean, they just probably put him with the next TV worthy guy. <laughs> Which was of course small town cut. Rich small town Kurt. Yeah, rich small town Kurt. But if you if you think about it, Jay Lowney and Jenny were probably not put together as a love match more that more as a potentially strong team match. Because yeah, they, they've not come I, I think together. Meant, no, you go first, sorry. Yeah, they've not come in first for two legs now, but they're still number one by not much, but they're still number one in the average. They're number seven. They're number seven in placing, though, and that—that's really all that matters. Yeah, but they are—they're still number one, and Laura and Tyler are somehow number two. Yeah, but doesn't doesn't really it doesn't really matter at, at, no matter if you don't win because like aren't Robin Emma the the highest places from uh, All Stars? <laughs> yeah, they are actually. Hello, and they came in. Yes, they did. Uh, no, they're not actually Oswald and Danny are. Alright. So, do your research. It's quote scooping. <laughs> so, um, we had Laura and Tyler leave first, Ali and Steven second, Matt and Ashley in third, Bergen and Kurt in fourth, Blair and Haley in fifth, Michael and Michelle, who was by far the MVP of this task, in sixth, uh, Jeff and Bracky, Jelani and Jenny, and then Holly and Jonathan about 20 hours later. Bethany Hamilton was proven wrong. A woman can work in a mechanic shop. Exactly. And also, Rochelle kicked ass. If you think they got to the roadblock in 8th and left in 6th, but if they would have got in there probably in 3rd, they would have won this leg again. Easily. Mm. I also like how... Um, Sorry, go ahead. You go. You, okay. I like how they didn't actually like... Um, Every time someone does something like inspirational, they they always you know over over um, work it in the race a lot. But like they barely even mentioned they like mentioned once that she was the only girl working that roadblock. Yeah, especially as as Bethany Hamilton would have said that it was not a girl's place, as Logan said. Um, so teams. Oh, sorry, Lauren Tyler won the day night as well. But you know, we yes. don't know how much airtime that's going to get in three weeks, so who cares? Uh, and it was Which, a... Tyler, did we get a screen cap of him at the roadblock when he uh, when he uses the power tool? I think he <laughs> wet himself a little when he initially pressed the button down. He had a, it was like he's the opposite of Tim uh, of Tim the Toolman Taylor. Where he was not prepared for what was the power of the power tool he was holding. It, I did not, but it did make me laugh when I uh, saw the screen caps this morning. He's like, ooh, power tools. But yeah, yes. Tyler doesn't know like how much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I, I wonder if he was already excited because the jello shot from the a thousand year old egg and also egging on uh, his opponent, Laura, to try and eat the egg as well, that he was just so pumped up that when the power tool came, he was just 
really excited overall. But uh, yeah, that was one of the more entertaining uh, 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 facial expressions of the round. Yeah, um, the date night is a scenic river cruise at the pit stop as well, for the record. Wait. And also, the fact that the next leg is in uh, Germany means that the next date night is going to be the Observer 2 one, I think, if I'm not mistaken. The one already confirmed by uh, CBS from the start of the season? Yeah, the the date nights we've had um, had confirmed are was the Hot Springs, uh, the Observatory, and there was one more that I can't remember. After Wait, so, it's in, so the next leg's in Germany? Yes. And the date night isn't a romantic trip to Auschwitz? <gasps> Come on, we also have a that it was in All Stars. I mean, everyone was having a great time in Auschwitz and All Stars. Listeners, I'm just going to mute Ben forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, talk about a romantic uh, date night. Anyway, the pit stop. As Phil is Hogan the, would say, oh. the pit stop is Loha Prasat, the Metal Castle. The last team to check in here may be eliminated, but yeah, you know what. So speed up like of course are gonna get eliminated. And now to Ben's favourite bit of the episode. I wonder if Mark and Abba have been to the Mel Castle. That'd be the Rock Castle. Did I tell you that I met one of uh, Thin Lizzy on Friday? Who? Fine. I believe you mentioned it, yes. Yes, I thought I did. Let's just make it sure. What's a Thin Lizzy? Thin Lizzy is a um, a rock group, Ben. I'm not sure if uh, the concept of rock has reached Australia yet. Other than Ayers Rock. Yeah, the Veronica's. <laughs> who? <laughs> I, I think the Veronica's are more of a who than Thin Lizzy, actually. Which is quite impressive. Um, I can't so, yeah. think of a more. I can't think of a more more popular uh, pop group uh, populated by twins. In the world. What about Tattoo? The lesbian twins. Are you just saying random words? <laughs> Do you not remember Tattoo? <laughs> you don't know who Tattoo is? All the things you said, all the things you said, running through my head, running through my head, running through my head. This is why this is an Amazing Race podcast yeah. and not a, a rock podcast, evidently. You know how we have uh, Malaysian ass for Eamon? I think we need to start uh, Ben's musical education. Yes, but how do you know? How do you know which? How do you know which ones are me actually being genuine and which ones are me just screwing with you? The fact that Australia doesn't we'll do never humor. Know. Yeah, the fact that Australia doesn't do humor means that you're probably not screwing those. Hmm. Alienating Australia. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've totally never been funny at all. Hmm. Anyway, as our uh, resident social justice warrior, Ben, what are your opinions on people's uh, comments about Haley and Jenny? Um, educate yourselves. <laughs> Women are allowed to have opinions. Women are allowed to take control in social situations. Going a bit Bethany Hamilton again there, but... 
Well, I didn't... Well, drop this on me. I didn't have a speech prepared. Come on, you knew we were blatantly going to be talking about it because it's my favourite subject to get you worked up on. <laughs> is the well, casual fan base's response to uh, to Haley, especially, but also any woman who does something strong or sneaky? Well, the fact that you, the fact you're saying something, the fact you're implying I need to be wound up about it says it all, really. <laughs> But that, that's why we keep you as our resident uh, Australian, is to get worked up at things, surely. So, in a complete miracle, uh, Bergen and Kurt win the leg, somehow. Yeah, because uh, Tyler and Laura, because Tyler was too focused on talking about ladyboys, that uh, he wasn't focused on getting to the pit stop, that uh, they fell a few spots. Yeah. They lost to the lady men, as Tyler would call them. And what? Well, do you not remember Tyler's discussion last week on uh, calling himself a lady man? These lady boys are about to see a lady man. Uh, I remember that, but yeah, we we referenced it a lot last week. Um, and also, Phil's obviously been playing video games at the pit stop because he was very much channeling his inner Phoenix right. Objection. Ah, you know, because Phoenix right is the only person in history points. I was hoping, I was only hoping, famous person in history who points. I was hoping he'd open his arms wide and be like, You got team number one! You got team number one! So I could do an open <laughs> reference, but you know. And br- bring out as a. Straight is better. Yeah. You know you re- you definitely know your references are funnier when you when you explain them. Should have been. Australia yeah. doesn't keep me remember. Ashwitz. Wonder if Kurt and Berg got first because they satisfied all thirty-seven virtues of the metal castle. That's a lot of virtues to cover. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Oh, to see how... It's one of the virtues. Uh, one must one must keep their child pageant's hair um, hair curly and bouncy. <laughs> yes, it will it will be interesting to see how far ahead they actually were, whether it was minutes or whether it was like ten or more. Well, wasn't the second team there like when they were speaking? Don't think so. Yeah, it arrived. It arri- yeah, the, the second team, whoever they were, arrived. Yeah, Haley and Blair arrived while they were still at the pit stop. I don't think they did. I thought they were on the mat alone. Uh, so, as we said... Bla- For a Blair few seconds. Yeah, Blair and Haley were uh, second. Ali and Steve were third. Uh, and Laura and Tyler were fourth, somehow. And Laura just, uh, just likes being a winner. She's so disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won a date night. <laughs> yes, yeah, she did. She won a scenic river cruise with uh, Tyler with fireworks because CBS released the press image before the episode for some reason. Well, uh, it's going to be all the airtime they get next episode, that's for sure. Yeah, sure. They, they should be grateful for that date night. That date night is more valuable than first place for them, probably. Uh, and Jeff and Bracky were in fifth, Michael and Michelle in sixth. Uh, seventh was Jaylani and Jenny. Stay where you are, because they're coming in. 
Uh, also, I'm not exactly sure what, whether Jenny knows what the phrase "ride off into the sunset" means, because it usually means you've been eliminated. Well, it depends what movie you're in. Uh, yeah, as a general rule, if someone's described as riding off into the sunset, they are probably leaving rather than, you know, continuing on. Yeah, but in True Grid, in True Grid if you if the John Wayne rides off into the sunset after having, you know, won. Yeah, but she she's not talking about having won. She's talking about continuing on the race. Well, continuing is a thing. Like, you know, off right off into the sunset, continue. Hmm. That's more completion than continue, but, you know, whatever. Uh, are we discussing Western semantics on this podcast? <laughs> yes, we are, because we're back on form and going on to completely random topics, as always. Um, Michael's the one discussing semantics. I'm just the one correcting him. Yeah, but I'm right, Ben. That's the problem. It doesn't happen very often, but I'm right. Um, yeah, Ma- I, you, know about all, you know about all those Westerns they have in the UK? Listen, we are closer to Western filming locations than uh, than you are, Ben. Mm, I'll believe that. Oh, look, rocks. Oh, look, Spain. Also, you know what annoyed me about the roadblock? What's that? Is that all the teams were randomly referencing all of the cousins, uncles, brothers, parents, and sisters, and great and great grandparents who were all car mechanics. Was that really necessary? How does being related to somebody who knows cars uh, correlate with your own skill of dismantling a motorcycle? It's obvious just blatant cross-commotion for um, Survivor Worlds Apart. They're obviously building up the Blue Collar Tribe. Survivor Worlds Apart! Um, Also, for the record, Ben, Urban Dictionary quotes ride off into the sunset as from a western movie cliche in which the good guy who has arrived in a troubled town and solved whatever grave problem it was experiencing with bad guys get on gets on his horse and rides west in the direction of the picturesque setting sun quote my work here is finished finished underlined it's time for me to ride off into the sunset finishes in a good finish like winning no (laughs) finished as in (laughs) out of the race after winning, not necessarily. Anyway, uh, <laughs> has has a cowboy ever ride off to the sunset after losing everything? His horse probably has. I think uh, Jen Coy did. Jen Coy, yeah, exactly. Coy rode yeah. off into the sunset on a horse after losing on the amazing race. Traveling on High Five, but of course, Jen Coy sucks, so we don't really need to talk about them further. You know, Jen Coy, they suck at life. Um, Matt and Ashley were eighth, and in a shocking turn of events... Metal Castle? Metal Castle? Metal Castle? <laughs> yes, we have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, talk about it then. <laughs> Metal Castle? They cannot, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, apparently, yeah, they get a showdown with uh, Jay, Lonnie, and... Uh, and <laughs> Jelani and Jenny for uh, second to last place there. Um, do you think that Jenny was a bit over the top with uh, how competitive she wanted to be to not be second to last place? Like, I, I can understand the reason of wanting to beat out another team in case Harley and Jonathan magically uh, catch up, but uh, wasn't it a bit much to break off away from somebody you were uh, working with right before the end of the league? Yeah, just a little. 
probably. I, I suspect. Funny, wasn't it? Yeah, it was hilarious because I was like, they are not going to do that. That is amazing. But uh, is that's, it going to come back like to bite the, them? That's like, from the, Maybe? that's like from the Amazing Race 7 playbook of pointlessly, pointlessly strategic moves. Yeah, is it going to come back to bite them? Yes. Probably. Um, and then in a shocking turn of events, the People's Princes, Harley and Jonathan, were eliminated. And they get their own tie remix. Yeah, they they were... They made such an impact on the season, but they're such a loss. They got, they got, they got to be the pit stop greeter. Yeah. He's the first pit stop greeter who's not talked in a while as well. Yeah, looked like a character talk, from uh, Majora's Mask. Now, instead of saying, welcome to Bangkok, Thailand, he... He backflips. Yeah, he just backflips. As did Bergen and Kurt, but you know. Or uh, a certain person from the Amazing Race 17 once again. I believe uh, Connor also <laughs> loved to do backflips. Yeah, I, I love Connor and Jonathan. Who <laughs> here can do a backflip? I can't. I can't. I cannot either. Dreams can, though. Dreams is another one who can do a backflip. Well, Dreams can Dreams come through. Look at Dreams is here. Is he in that black... Oh, never mind. <laughs> the, I don't sense it myself, so... I must say, I'm very disappointed that the immunity challenge that Dreams won at Final Four has not uh, reappeared in Survivor again, because that's actually one of my favorite final immunities. Cool. Anyway, what? Okay. Uh, Harley and Jonathan. I actually kind of like them in the last few episodes because, like, they weren't mentioning new kids on the block all the time. Yeah, I mean, it was. They were definite stunt casts, but I think, I think unlike really? most casts, they probably applied. No way. They were everything. stunt casting. I know. I can't believe Amazing Race would do that, especially 26 seasons in, and on the Friday <laughs> on a Friday night. Stop being so so serious, Ben. Why so serious? Um, I actually kind of suspect... I'm not, I'm not serious, I'm looping. I actually kind of suspect that they probably applied, which is nice. Makes a change to see one team who actually applied. I must say there was a new hashtag invented for Harley and Jonathan at the snooker task. Where besides, you know, Jonathan showing off his skills and being the, the new sharks on the block that he taught us how to play snooker, where it's hashtag tap, not slam, when uh, directing the red ball into the pocket. Yeah. Are they even trying? Or are they just, like, not looking at these things before they send them out? Also, what, one thing that I did forget to mention at the start, uh, Mike and Rochelle were described as the small town sweethearts, which is the hashtag they wanted. Rather than truck stop love, which is the hashtag that they got. It's also the name. It's also the name of the point. The point they filmed. <sighs> so. <laughs> you can't beat me. Mm. Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, so. Still, still to come on the season. Please stop swearing at me, Ben. Uh, still to come on the season. We've got push-ups, bikes, sand sliding, kayaking, zebras, helicopters, zip lines, and potatoes. Yay! 
Ben, you're not muted anymore. You you can talk. (laughs) Thank you. You do do get a notification when I mute you and when I unmute you. Um, So, yeah. What do we think is going to happen for the rest of the season? I don't want to. I don't want to discuss it because there's blatant spoilers in there. Okay. Yeah, a bit too much. I hate when CBS does that because we saw that with Survivor XL Island as well, where they had four weeks off for uh, March Madness, and they said coming up on the second half of this season, and I'm just spoiling pretty much everything that happens up until the season finale. And so far with this season of Amazing Race. Uh, after the first episode, they already said, coming up on the next few episodes of Amazing Race. It's like, okay, they're giving away the next few episodes, whatever, we'll get past that. But here we are, four episodes in, and now we're gonna, and now we see everything that's going to happen for the next two-thirds of the season. That's ridiculous. Next Why would they do that? Survi- next time on Survivor, Austin votes for Aras in the final trouble council. But how will this affect the game? <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I sort of understand the reasoning behind it purely because they want people to actually care when it comes back in three weeks, but mm, it's not a brilliant thing. Will this kill the ratings? Um, I'm not sure there's much to kill. Can you really kill Amazing Race at this point? It's like it's like you'll never st- it's like you'll never stop Amazing Race. Have no fear, we've got seasons for years. How about um, a crazy race wedding? And something happens. It took me a while to catch on to the reference. <laughs> I re- Simpsons. I, I was going to say I recognize it. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> sorry about the sorry about the clip show. <laughs> yes, I don't think uh, Lenny will be marrying. Uh, Selma and Patty and Karen all together <laughs> simultaneously. It was Abe Simpson you caught on Culture Swine. I thought oh. it was. Oh. Um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Correction. I, I stand corrected. Yeah, and, Mo got a, and Mo got a cell phone, Marjorie's a robot, and Bart got a bear. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of... Yes. Um, Bart the Bear? Amazing Race 8, Bart the Bear is in Simpsons. I kind of hope that the Wednesday trial this this season play, um, pays off and they actually keep it or put it on Wednesdays all of next season. Because not only will it kill certain people That's who... That's not going to happen. Yeah, I know it's not going to happen, but not only will it kill the minds of certain people who have to recap it all, it's also not necessarily a bad thing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one fun thing that did get pointed out on Facebook, is it a surprise that the first three teams eliminated were all pre-existing dating teams? We still have all five blind daters. Four legs in. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're pretty much the teams that we expected no. to go, though. Because, well, CJ and Libby and uh, Jeff and Lida were the first two people we predicted would be out, and then we guessed that Harley and Jonathan would be out somewhere in the middle of the race. So, so far, there hasn't really been too many surprises in terms of the boot order up to this point. Well, it's still in the first third of the race. Probably don't have a miss. Yeah, and well, the thing is, currently the the top six teams in terms of ranking, only Ali and Steve are the only pre-existing races actually there. 
Seventh is Mike and Rochelle, and eighth was Hallie and Jonathan. Ninth, Matt and Ashley. Kern Bergen will be disappointed when Allie and Steve will be eliminated. That's my <laughs> prediction. You, mm, do you really think Bergen and Kirk are going to last longer than Allie and Steve? But once Ber- if Bergen no. and Kirk oh. go, who, who will Mike and Rochelle work with? Exactly. <laughs> have you noticed know, you know, they're, they're always working with any of the gay teams? It's pretty cool. Or, well, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I would say any predictions for next week, but there isn't one next week, so... I predict, I predict the show will be cancelled mid, mid-season. <sighs> it is true, yep. We'll see. We are, uh, I think so. Right before it comes back on in three weeks, but it's probably going to be cancelled. Well, we'll find out. There's a there's a development going on at production. We'll, we'll get to that. I Somebody's going to be uh, reporting on that very uh, very soon. Yeah. Um, oh, the, never mind. <laughs> so, yeah. I was making an obscure reference to a different reality show. Never mind. <laughs> so, we will... Actually, we're back next weekend, aren't we, to do uh, Big Brother Canada? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's that's talk about that. Seems as though that starts next uh, week on Monday. So, the current That'll plan... For, okay. Yeah, the current plan for our three weeks off is to do Big Brother Canada preview next week. And then... After that, we'll see. So, thank you very much for watching and listening. We'll be back in a few weeks for Amazing Race Podcast. We'll be back next week for Big Brother Canada uh, for yet another episode recap. If you enjoyed the show, and even if you didn't, please give us a like on YouTube. And if you want to see what we're rambling about this week, our Twitters are in the description below. Also, if you've not heard... Yeah, except for... uh, No, Logan's uh, Twitter is in the description below. It's just not available on the screen at the moment. Is that a log super wacky anyway? Uh, also, if you haven't heard Ben and Michelle's amazing interview with everyone's favourite Kiwis, Kat and Jesse, the link is down there too. Please listen to it because it took me forever to edit it, so please. Please. Um, so, thank you again. If you're not first, you're last. Exactly. And also, keep a look out for any more interviews coming your way from the Amazing Race Australia part of the YTN cast. Yep, and the American version as well because, you know... That could come back fairly soon. soon. Maybe. Coming soon. What? Something. What? Won't we tell after the next episode recap? Spoilers.